Welcome to Engineering Success. I'm your host, Jamie Hutton, and in each episode we'll bring you an influential and inspiring guest from the world of engineering, science, technology and mathematics. Sharing fascinating insights into their career journeys, we'll explore the challenges they face, how they keep motivated and what the future holds for them. Speaking candidly about the engineering and other STEM-related industries, we'll find out what's made these successful people successful. This is Engineering Success. Welcome to episode number 43 of Engineering Success with our very special guest, Colette Bell, an engineer at Roke. Colette works as a full-stack software engineer on her current project. She also chairs the Women in Roke ERG and leads a STEM outreach out of Roke's Manchester office. Colette has an MEng degree in Material Science and Engineering from the University of Manchester, where she won the Department of Materials Prize for Best Project 2020 for her research on machine learning in materials analysis. Despite her background and industrial experience in materials and processes, the research inspired her to pursue a career in innovative digital technologies. This took her to Roke. In her first year, Colette picked up the Outstanding Contribution Award for her work with the Women's Network, EDI and STEM, and was part of the winning and runner-up teams awarded Project Team of the Year. Rotations on the Graduate Development Programme have so far included AI innovation, hardware and software development, and exposure to the bidding life cycle. Still investigating which specialism she wants to pursue in the future, she continues to upskill with support from a wealth of technical experts at the company. Inspired by a woman chemical engineer who visited her school when she was young, Colette is driven to provide similar inspiration for young people who might not have exposure to engineering as an accessible career. Through running Girls in Engineering Days, hosting work experience and campaigning for Roke's attendance at nationwide STEM events such as the Big Bang, she hopes to keep spreading the word about the huge variety of rewarding engineering careers available to all. Hi Colette and welcome to Engineering Success. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Hi Jamie, it's really great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, can we start right at the beginning? What first uh, made you become interested in engineering? So I think um, when I was younger, I was exposed to a lot of science and engineering without really consciously knowing about it. So the sorts of TV programmes I used to watch um, with my family were things like Scrap Heap Challenge on a Sunday. I don't know right. if you remember that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, things like how it's made. Um, I got really into sort of understanding how things worked, how they were, you know, put together. There'd be lots of shots inside these factories and, you know, anything from skateboards to guitars and all that sort of thing. I sort of quite liked understanding, you know, how things were built and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Also really liked Grand Designs. Um, I was I was one of those, one of <laughs> right, those ones yeah, yeah. who saw Grand Designs. I thought, oh, it'd be really, really cool to design buildings. <laughs> um, so I guess at first I wanted to be an architect. Um right. I think the thought of 
that the long study um, sort of put me off a little bit. Um, and and at school, um, we did these sort of quiz interview type things where we would uh, like a sort of aptitude test where we get suggested certain careers that we might want to pursue. And yeah. I remember almost trying to fudge the results of this quiz because I wanted to do architecture. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I kept getting all these different results and I, and I wasn't really sure. And then sort of in the middle of all of that, we had um, an alumni from our school. Um, this woman came in, she was a chemical engineer, and she came in and taught us, uh, uh, you know, told us about her career and how she got there. And I remember one of the slides that she had on her slide deck was a photo of her stood on a sort of big rig or, you know, like a big um, refinery with a hard yeah. hat on and she was outside and me still being a bit of an adventurous kid, I was thinking, oh, it's like a big climbing frame. That's really cool that you can go out and do that <laughs> yeah. as your job. Yeah. So that sort of happened in the middle of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And despite trying to get suggested architecture from these sort of quiz things, yeah. it actually it actually came out and said that I should maybe consider chemical engineering, right. which is what this lady came in and talked to us about. So that was, I guess, sort of the 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 pivotal the pivotal moment but I was also really lucky to not have grown up with sort of um, gendered career stereotypes so there was no one ever sort of telling me what subjects I should and shouldn't do and right. um, sort of what what things would suit me you know as a as a woman and things like that yeah, um, yeah. so there was never any real question about you know could this be right for me in terms of who I was as a person I just kind of always grown up around that I think I was really lucky as a result of that I, I had an older brother so you know I grew up playing with his Lego and you know the hand, hand-me-down <laughs> toys and yeah yeah all that sort of thing um and yeah I guess that's sort of that's what uh sort of I don't know uh tra- you know I kind of fell into that um uh, sort of channel of of considering engineering as a career um and yeah so I um looked at what what subjects I wanted to do um for for college and I chose the ones that would help me study chemical engineering and that was um maths chemistry and physics right um and in terms of how I got to where I am today um I so I applied to chemical engineering at uh University of Manchester um I got a conditional offer of three A's and one of them had to be in maths Wow. I actually got three A's and a B in maths. So on okay. results day, um, I called up the university and they said that they were being really strict on the entry grades and that I couldn't join that year as a chemical engineer. Wow. Um, which was obviously a knock to, you know, my confidence. Yeah, um, yeah. And I then had to consider what else I could do. Um, they said, if you still want to pursue that, then you've got the option of uh, doing a foundation year, foundation engineering year. Right. So that's a really great opportunity for people who might not have studied, um, you know, the sciences or, um, you know, it's sort of a bit of a halfway house between um, college and university. Yeah. And um, so I, I started that. And the the, the goal was to, to finish that year with a certain grade and then go on to study chemical engineering. Yeah. Um, lots of things happened in that year. I actually dropped out halfway through. Well, wow. um, I for a, a few different reasons, one of them being my mental health actually took a bit of a nosedive and right. felt like it was best to um, to park the sort of uni experience um, and go and sort of figure that out. 
Um, so when yeah. I left university, I didn't have any plan of what I wanted to do. It was just, a, I need to not be here um, and then I'll figure the rest out later. Um, so after a sort of bit of R&R, um, I started thinking about what I could do and I did want to come back to university and pursue engineering. Yeah. Um, and I had a few options of, of what uh, courses that I could then go and take. So one of them was um, material science and engineering. And the more I learned about that um, through, you know, reading on the website and things like that, it was, uh, you know, sort of understanding how things work, why they work and, you know, on a sort of molecular level. And it kind of tied in really nicely as to, you know, my sort of interest in, in the world around yeah. me and the way that I grew up. And I've always had, you know, this this sort of great curiosity about, about all that sort of stuff. Um, and I had the grades for it already. So um, I applied to that course and um, they sort of accepted me straight on. So I went back to university the following year. Wow. Um, uh, they they changed the course uh, the year that I started. So before that, it had a um, uh, an internship uh, placement year as part of the integrated masters. Um, they changed that for the year that I started. That was no longer included. Um, right. But I still thought that that was really important. So um, after my third year, I then took a year out, um, worked as uh, as a, an engineering intern at Airbus in Bristol. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Which was which was really great. Um, I worked in assembly technology, which is sort of the nuts and bolts that keep planes together. Um, it's a big engineering organization. That was sort of my first taste of, uh, you know, different uh, a career, an option of a career that I could pursue. Yeah. Um, and I had a great time, um, made lots of friends, you know, with other interns who were also doing different engineering uh, sort of professions within the same business and, and learned a huge amount. Um, so I sort of took that back to my final year at uni. Um, and then following that, I uh, sort of through my master's research, I started looking at machine learning um, and the more sort of digital side of things. Um, and that's how I found myself at Roke because um, they do lots of sort of innovating digital technologies. And I thought what they did is really cool. So that's, right. yeah, that's how, that's how <laughs> I got to where I am today. Um, yeah. I don't think I've, I've necessarily found um, 100%, you know, where I want to go with things, but I think I'm really enjoying trying different stuff. And I think what's great about engineering is there are so many different types of engineering and by studying one of them doesn't rule you out of, being involved in, in another one and there's there's so many yeah, yeah. different types of different types of careers or um skill sets and and you know we need people with different backgrounds and, and ways of thinking for for all of them so um yeah just keen to try keep trying new stuff and <laughs> very interesting yeah. journey to today isn't it yes yeah it's um it's been a, it's been a ride I wouldn't change any of it I think even even that first year having uh, having to drop out of university I think at the time I thought you know it, it was you know the, probably the most significant thing that would ever happen in my life but yeah yeah you know life life moves on it's not and um yeah. life goes on and it can end up being the better thing for sure yeah absolutely yeah 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 so so like you said you're a, a, an engineer at Roke uh, can you tell us a little bit about what your job entails yeah, of course. So at the moment, I am working as a software engineer. Um, so as I mentioned, you know, I've, I've not got a not got a degree in software engineering, um, but um, I've sort of had the opportunity to work on a customer funded project, working alongside other software developers, 
Um, we all work as sort of full stack developers, so front end, back end, and sort of DevOps as well. Um, so I spend uh, most of my time at work um, programming or sort of in, um, you know, planning meetings and things like that. We So we work in the agile sort of framework. Um, so we have two week sprints and we have demos every two weeks and um, the work is broken up into tickets and you pick up tickets depending on what you're interested in. So it's really sort of self-driven. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. We pair program a lot as well. So I came into it with no experience of software engineering. Um, and it's been a really great experience to be able to learn from people who have whole careers experience um, yeah, you know, yeah, in those technologies yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and then alongside my technical work, um, I also chair the uh, women's network at Roke. We call it the uh, Women in Roke ERG Employee Resource Group. Yeah. Um, so that's that's quite new for me. Um, yeah. I stepped into that role. Um, the the company's grown quite a lot, so we now have four sites rather than just one. So we've been trying to establish a, a sort of committee um, with regional rep representation across the different sites so we can run face-to-face -face events right. um really sort of pull together this support network for all the women who work at rope and um, yeah. not just engineers sort of across everyone um yeah, yeah, to yeah. really make it you know the sort of best place that it that can be uh to, you know to work for as a woman yeah absolutely um, yeah yeah so really, really good yeah um and i also do lots of uh stem outreach um i think that's the really fun side of my job where I get to go into schools. Um, I get to go to big events. I get to sort of engage with lots of different people. Um, part of that is more of a coordinating side of things. So, um, you know, uh, sort of facilitating other uh, volunteers, um, yeah. uh, you know, my colleagues going out to, to events and trying to keep that all, um, all nice and organized. But yeah, so I've kind of I wear three different hats a little bit, um, <laughs> yeah. but they're all really fun and interesting in, in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you, I think you're on the uh, grad scheme uh, at Roke. Uh, can you talk about you know the importance of uh, being exposed to the different teams and disciplines you know within an engineering business, and you know how this helped you you know sort of like choose a direction that your career is going in? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so. I think I think there's a lot of pressure when you leave university that the first job or the first role that you end up in is the one. I think I'm not sure if it's a sort of society thing or if it's like a self-imposed pressure, but I know a lot of people when they come out of university, they think because they've spent X amount of time studying that, you know, and they they might have friends that that didn't follow that route, didn't go to university and are sort of progressing in their professional careers there's this sort of thought process of oh that that first job needs to be the one and I think what's really good about um a grad scheme is that um well for the most part obviously it depends where you go but um having experience of different different projects different professions different rotations I think is really really yeah. important it helps kind yeah. of build up a bit of a picture about how these businesses operate um and the different you know the different uh skill sets that, that that people need you learn different skills so you might be on uh like a a client management or like a project management sort of um placement you learn the sort of people skills that you know that that will help you then when you're delivering like a technical solution when you have to engage with the customer you kind of 
you build up that kind of well-rounded skill set um which I think is really important but I think I'm very much of of the opinion that um all these experiences are valuable even if you don't enjoy it it's nice being able to tick off okay actually there's that aspect of that that I don't like yeah and that's yeah, just yeah. as valuable Absolutely. as finding something that you do like and sort of you know knocking things off the list in terms of things you want to try and getting closer and closer to that ideal you know that that sort of ideal role where where it sort of fits you your skills and you know personality and all that kind yeah. of stuff so yeah yeah finding finding an opportunity where you can try different things I think is um is really important for sure yeah 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 so so then what would your number one piece of advice be for somebody thinking about starting a career in engineering I think um find out what your options are is um is really important so um research there are lots of resources online um whether that's uh, whether that's something like LinkedIn or um, there's campaigns like Tech She Can um, is a good one where you can um, hear from people about their experiences and their careers and sort of how they got there um, because it's never just one route in um, as yep. you know as I've sort of explained with my yeah, journey yeah. it wasn't it wasn't an obvious straight line um, and I think um, it's going to be different depending on where you're at in your life and career as well um so if you're you know maybe thinking that university is not for you that's absolutely fine you can there are definitely still so many options to and um, sort of end up in stem careers there are degree apprenticeships which i think are really really great now i think um that's the, the sort of apprenticeship uh, sort of pathway is, has gone through its own sort of journey i think you know over the last few years but even before that i think um, there are some really really great opportunities out there now there's a lot of funding and things from from the government a lot of yeah. really great schemes that are popping up as well to to provide a, a really valuable alternative to, to going to university because it's not for everyone yeah obviously you can go to university um, but then also if you're if you've already started your career in something that's not engineering or, or not tech related um, there are Again, there's um, there's these kind of skills boot camps that you can go to. There are internal campaigns um, within organizations. Um, so at Roke, we've got the Roke Academy, um, which is focused on sort of career returners, career um, career yeah. changes yeah. Um, who have experience in something um, and and, and want to change and learn something new. So they sort of go through that that program six months of training and then they get launched onto customer funded work which is really great so there are plenty of options just because you've not done a specific degree it's it's not the end of the world and also like me with the um with the foundation year you can go on to one of those even if you've not taken um science or maths at uh sort of at a level that's definitely still an option a sort of a stepping stone to be able to get into those um engineering uh, sort of courses I think mentoring is really great as well if you can you know whether it's LinkedIn or um, there are loads of different ways that you can sort of approach mentors there's um, the wise organization yeah um, they've got uh, lots of tools on there my skills my life is is really great one so um, you can sort of see profiles of people on there and, and sort of engage with um, with sort of mentors and things in that way um, yeah and yeah, I think just there's so much information out there and um, just find out, you know, your options and what, what you might be interested in. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. And as you mentioned, you work on the, the STEM outreach. 
Uh, I think you were at the Big Bang as well this year, yeah. Big Bang competition, which is great. That was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. So how how do you think we can infuse the next generation uh, of talent, you know, to to get interested and become part of engineering? I think events like the Big Bang Fair are really great. I think um, that was obviously a really a really uh, sort of large scale event. Um, yeah. I think stuff like that where you can provide a, a whole like sort of plethora of different um different organizations and and things like that and what you can do with it i think and uh providing sort of engagement with a whole different uh, sort of spectrum of people as well i think i think it's really great so you know we can um speak at these events and you know talk about your experience um providing role models and things like that um one thing that I've tried to do um, over the past sort of year or so is um, really encourage Roke to, to to sort of become more involved in in the community where we're at, especially Manchester. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I've organised like girls in engineering days where we where we go into schools. Um, we run uh, sort of interactive activities. We've got sort of workbooks and it's all sort of planned around um sort of challenging uh the sort of career stereotypes and that sort of thing yeah um and just you know show that it's not these so <laughs> the first um the first exercise that we did on the girls in engineering day it's um it's a box and it says like draw what you think an engineer looks like and everyone in the class drew uh men with like a spanner and a hard hat <laughs> and like a high vis that was like yeah okay, that's a mechanic. Yeah. That's a type of, you know, that's a type of engineer, but there are so yeah, yeah. many other ones. And yeah. we were, you know, there in our, in our jeans and our, and our hoodies and, you know, we're, we're all engineers. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, you know, how, you know, what are the different options and, and how can you get there? So just, yeah. there are little things like that, that took, you know, a little bit of setup time, but even if it's just spending, you know, 20 minutes in a school assembly standing up and talking about Absolutely. what you do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. as I said earlier it's you know it's just as valuable understanding what you don't want to do so if someone is you know sat in that that room and this is really not for me that's really not what I want to be doing that's that's great you know that's yeah. one last thing that that they can sort of you know focus their energy on but sort of get that one step closer to finding what what they really want to do yeah. again on the flip side of that if I can just inspire one person just like that that woman did when she came into my school when I was younger I think that that's sort of you know, job Absolutely. done. That's, yeah. You know, that's like successful. Uh, that's like a really successful engagement. And the more things that you can do like that, the the more sort of impact you can have. And it's um and it's really fun as well. So yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. that's why I always try and you know, it's it's a really great thing to sort of complement your your professional work. Um, it's great for self development. It's good for your for you as well as um, absolutely other people yeah 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 so so what do you think are the biggest challenges ahead for engineering oh I think I think the main one is the skills shortage so we need more people working in STEM um, yeah. we need more different types of people working in STEM we need you know a really diverse uh, workforce and we we don't have enough at the moment um everything is becoming more and more digital and uh and we need you know we, we've got we've got a lot to do and and uh 
and we want to do a lot more than, than we can at the moment we're almost sort of held back by um by people uh, sorry by not having you know enough people in these yeah, roles that's right yeah 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 so i think that you know the more that we can do um you know the, the next generation is one thing for sure but um really pushing these initiatives um focusing on uh sort of adults already in, in the workforce and providing them opportunities to to be able to change whether that's change careers or even just upskill and sort of become a bit more tech fluent and in their normal in their normal roles I think um there's there's so much we can we can do in that space um but I think as well there's uh in the sort of in the cyber space um you know Roke, Roke does a lot uh sort of in cyber security I think the world you know the world is uh the world is changing the way that we uh the way that we use data and um the way that we use uh sort of networks and you know everything online um i think the way that's all, that's all changing as well so um initiatives like uh cyber first that the ncsc um sort of coordinate campaigns like that they're really great um sort of highlighting different careers in cyber trying to get more young people involved and um there's yeah there's different offshoots of that going on around the country so we're involved in the the cyber first northwest initiative right. um so that's that's a certain flavor of going out into schools it's it's more focused around cyber careers um yeah. and sort of engaging young, young people in in those kind of ways there's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. you know loads we can do in that space um and then there's everything to do with the environment you know we've got finite resource <laughs> yeah, and, and climate change and everything so yeah plenty plenty of things um plenty of plenty of challenges but i think yeah. you know the the more we can get everyone involved in finding solutions i think um the the better the solutions will be yeah absolutely yeah absolutely agree so so then how do you keep yourself motivated so i was yeah so i think over the last couple of years um finding a network of people uh, I use LinkedIn quite a lot. I think finding a network of people who have similar interests and similar values has been really, really great. Right. Um, I think going to events where these people sort of speak and, you know, um, when there's workshops and things like that, yeah, that kind of helps revive your motivation for what, for what you, what you do. I think, um, there's you know there's there's plenty of events we were at the the face of engineering a couple of yeah. months ago um up in newcastle there's the um she can engineer events down in down in london around yeah. uh, international women in engineering day really celebrating those days as well so international women's day women in engineering day um we themed our uh our girls in engineering day around ada lovelace day in october right. okay yeah yeah um and just sort of celebrating you know women in engineering and taking a step back and looking at sort of how far we've come as well I think um every time I go to an event where you know whether where there are speakers and and a chance to sort of network and engage with other like-minded people I always come away just with a massive smile on my face <laughs> sort of re-energized yeah. and and um yeah that's that's sort of how I find my my motivation for sure yeah, absolutely yeah 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 so so then who or what's been your biggest inspiration 
Hmm, I think this might be a bit of a cheesy one, but I think I think my mum. Um, so she doesn't work in engineering, um, but I think her sort of approach to life has always been really inspiring. Right. Um, yeah. Sort of determination um, through adversity. She's had sort of uh, health problems and, and things like that in the last few years. Right. Um, but the way that she keeps going, I think, is is so amazing. So she's uh, she had a hip replaced last year. And right. she next month is sailing across the Atlantic on oh, wow. a clipper round the world race boat. Ooh, she's sailing from Portsmouth to Uruguay. So she's um she's been training for that. She's been in the gym uh, you know, most days. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's a, it's an incredible feat. But Isn't she said just, yeah. um, she said in her she had the interview for it as well. And she said in, in her interview, uh, you know, why do you want to do this? And she said her answer was you know, I want to prove to my daughter and my daughter-in-law that you can do anything at any age and that's not a reason to not give things a go. Wow. And I just thought that was really sweet. She's True that's inspiration, just kind of, yeah. Uh, you know, she started um, road race uh, cycling sort of in, in her mid-50s. Right. Um, she's never let anything kind of stop her, I guess. Um, different challenges than than sort of things I've, you know, directly faced in 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 my life so far but yeah 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 I think it's the it's the sort of approach um yes but also alongside that I think most most women I've ever met in engineering have, have been really inspirational um on my first day at rope when I came for my interview I met Anne Harrod who was um the head of uh data science AI and machine learning at, at rope and that's right. sort of what I wanted to do and yeah. um being able to meet her and hear about what she does was great and um my line manager Adele um she's really awesome and uh sort of really encouraging yeah. um for for career, de- career development and things like that so yeah lots lots of inspiration strong <laughs> women for sure absolutely yeah there's a theme isn't there definitely yeah so so then what myths would you like to dispel about the about the industry I think that uh there's a sort of myth that engineering is rigid and you have to sort of learn a rule book I think um, I think engineering is a bit misunderstood. It's about finding solutions to problems. It's not about doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, and to to find solutions to things, you need creativity. So it's not, you know, it's not uh, paint paint on a canvas sort of creativity, but it's how can we approach something in a different way to get the the best solution, whether that's the most efficient, um whether it's you know resource or time things like that even within something like software engineering there are so many different ways to go about engineering a solution to what what we're doing whether it's you know the format of the code or how it's structured things like that yeah it's you know it's not a right or wrong situation um and then the other side of it is i think you know especially when i go into schools and i talk to them about engineering careers oh but i'm i'm not good at maths i think there's this there's this idea that you have to be really good at maths and and you don't. Um, And, you know, that's, that's the grade that I didn't get to get onto my degree, but the the degree I did end up doing material science, there was, um, there was maths within that, but it's sort of applied in a way that once you sort of understand why you're doing, you know, those equations and what's the forces behind it and stuff like that, then um, it just sort of falls into place. And also, maths at school you know there was that that classic thing that teachers used to say when you were doing your your mental maths you know without a calculator they would always say oh 
you're not going to be walking around with a calculator in your pocket. Um, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world's yes, changed a little do. bit since then, and we actually do. Um, yeah. And and I remember during my placement year at Airbus, um, I used maybe one equation from from my degree, and the first thing I did when I needed to use it was Google it to make sure that I remembered it right because <laughs> yeah, they didn't yeah. want to get it wrong. Yeah. And that's you know. Yeah there's a there's a lot of information out there on the internet and a lot of tools that that help you do these jobs so that it doesn't completely depend on your you know mental mass ability because that's that's not what engineers about engineering is about um you know some courses you'll you'll need to have a maths a level but but again um that's not the it's not the be all end all no no that's absolutely right yeah so so then what do you love most about engineering what do i love most i think the choice the variety um and not doing the same thing every day so every day is different get to solve different problems I think I think the the meaning behind the work that I do I find personally really important and and the sorts of work that we do at Rope is all about um sort of finding solutions that that keep people safe um whether that's safe online or sort of physically safe you know um they do a lot of work in defense and things like that. Yeah. So we're all working towards, you know, the the sort of the, you know, for the future of, you know, our society and making, you know, making things better. And that's yeah. that's the same with a lot of engineering disciplines. Um, so it's knowing that you're sort of contributing to, you know, the the solution, I think, is yeah, is yeah. really great. I like working with people. Very rarely would you ever sort of work on your own. Uh, it depends what you do, but um, I really like working in a team. Everyone's got different skill sets, different strengths, Absolutely. Um, yeah. personalities, and and that's that's part of it as well. You know, bringing the best out of each other. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and finally, um, what does the future hold for you? Tricky one. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, I don't. <laughs> as I said earlier, I don't think I've found necessarily my my niche, my forever yeah. niche. I think that's fine, though. I think um, I can keep trying different things um and and hopefully sort of find find one thing that that I want to do every day but but also if, if that doesn't happen then I'm happy trying new things I'm I'm happy just you know keep exploring keep being curious I think the where I work at the moment there's a whole wealth of engineers who all have really interesting jobs a wealth of expertise in a lot of different professions so I'm going to just keep learning um keep learning new skills and um yeah we'll see what happens I'm not sure but um <laughs> watch this space watch this space Absolutely. um and then and then next month I'm gonna travel out to South America and meet my mum when she arrives in Uruguay wow so that'll be fantastic I'm gonna spend it? a month traveling I've not traveled on my own before so this is right yeah it's a big year for me just exploring and yeah, yeah riding my wings <laughs> fantastic yeah Colette that's it thank you so much for being on the show today I really appreciate that Thanks for having me. It's been really great. Really appreciate your time. Okay, thank you for listening to episode 43 of Engineering Success with our very special guest, Colette Bell. It was really good to speak with Colette and hear how her engineering journey is taking shape. Being involved in and pushing for more visibility working on outreach programmes, Colette is being the change that she wants to see. Colette enjoys the challenges that working in engineering brings and she faces each new challenge with a purpose. 
Please follow Colette's journey. Her social media links can be found on her podcast webpage. If you enjoyed this episode of Engineering Success, I'd love for you to share it with somebody. And please subscribe and comment if you can. We've got more great guests coming soon. So until the next episode, have a great day. I hope you succeed in all you do.